are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The things you say set the cornerstones of your life, whether you realize it or not. Mark eleven twenty three says that whosoever shall say. Now somebody said, well, now who will this work for? Who could move the mountain with this method? Somebody said, well, whosoever. No, there's a lot of whosoever's that wouldn't say. Some people just don't want to say anything in faith. Just don't want to speak anything. But when you begin to speak God's word and when faith begins to come, it changes the situation. We need to know that God's word in the heart of man is a powerful force. God's word is given to us to produce faith in us. And that faith will put us in the right direction. But now if we're always casting the word out, if we're always saying what the enemy said about situations, go with me to a passage in Luke, the sixth chapter. Here you find something that Jesus said that it's an astounding statement when you realize that Jesus is a prophet. He was a prophet. How many of you know Jesus was a prophet? So he prophesied some things. Look at verse 46 down through the rest of the chapter. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house, dig deep, and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Now notice that Jesus said, The stream beat against it, the flood beat against it, but could not shake it. Didn't say he didn't shake it. Now, it'd been good if he just said didn't shake it. I mean, most of us would be satisfied if it came and didn't shake us, we'd be satisfied. But Jesus didn't say that it didn't shake it. He said it couldn't. Now, there's a lot of difference in didn't and couldn't, (laughs) if you haven't noticed. In other words, he said it's impossible. The man that comes to me... Here's my sayings and doeth them. Now, here's a man that's received the word of God. He has actively got involved with it. He confesses it. He keeps that word within him. And he is a doer of the word of God. When the word says do something, he just does it. Whether it seems like it's the natural thing to do or not. Many of the things that Jesus said to do will absolutely just take it out in the natural world and they say you're nuts. That's the reason Jesus got so much flack in his day was because he did things that nobody else did. He talked to the fig tree. Now just think about it a minute. Now just think about a man walking up and starting a conversation with a fig tree. What would you think about him? He spoke to the fig tree. The fig tree obeyed him. And if you read there, it says he answered the fig tree. He answered it. (laughs) The fig tree said something to him. Leaves and no figs. It says, I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) And he put a curse on it. The Bible says he cursed it with words. Now he spoke to the fig tree. He spoke to the wind. He spoke to the sea. He spoke to dead men. And they all obeyed him. Why? Because he was a disciplined man. He was disciplined. He had God's word. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. He'll live by every word of God. 
Now let's take that for a minute. If you had lived by the Word of God, by God's Word, by every Word of God, then it seemed like there'd be an opposite to that, wouldn't it? A reciprocal of that truth? That is a truth? The reciprocal to it would be that if you live by every word of God, it sounds like you might die by the words of the devil, right? And that's exactly what it implies. Because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus made us free from the law of sin and death. So that being a truth, then there's got to be another truth over here. The law of sin and death is over here. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is over there. They're opposites. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the life that was in Christ Jesus, are the word of God. Jesus was the word of God. Now listen to what he says here. The man that dig deep laid the foundation on the rock. Now we've got the understanding, or got the misconception actually, that this man was saved and the other fellow wasn't down here, where it says in verse 49, But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without foundation built a house upon the earth and against which the stream did beat vehemently. Immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Now we got the idea that one was saved and one wasn't. But that's not what he said. Both of these could have been born again, tongue-talking, Bible-toting, full gospel businessmen. But one of them failed in life and the other didn't. In fact, Jesus said he couldn't. It was impossible for him to. Why? Because he digged deep and he laid the foundation on the rock. Now, what is the rock? The rock is Jesus or the Word of God. Now, Jesus and the Word are one, so let's approach it from that angle. What is the foundation, though? See, he laid the foundation on the rock or the Word. But what is the foundation the foundation is doing the sayings of Jesus. Now, brother, we've got a mouthful there. Doing the sayings of Jesus. Somebody said, well, what in the world are the sayings of Jesus? Well, every time Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, there's a saying coming right after that. Whosoever shall say to the mountain. Somebody said, you're not going to catch me talking to no mountain. But now the very guy that says that, he's been talking to the mountain all the time. What he means is, you're not going to catch me saying the mountain is removed because I can plainly see it's there. That's just mind over matter. You're not going to get me, a, that's just lying to say that the mountain's removed when it's still there. But this same guy, now the mountain may be a financial adversity. It may be debts that he owes. But just listen to the guy. He's not going to say, mountain, you're removed. Debts, you're removed. They're paid in the name of Jesus. I'm saying it for my God meets my need according to his riches in glory. He wouldn't dare say that. He'd think that is lying. But you know what he says every day? Dear God, we'll never get these debts paid. We'll be in debt the rest of our life. What are we going to do? This thing's getting bigger every day. Now, this is the same guy that don't believe in talking to the mountain. But he's been talking to the mountain all the time. The only problem is he's doing it on the negative side. He's telling the mountain it's getting bigger. It hinders him. He can never get over it. But he'll criticize you for doing it on the positive side. Y'all still out there? Or did you go home? <laughs> we all talk to things. My wife, we were driving down the road, you know, one day, and she started around the car, and she said, Come on here. Get around this car. I said, Are you talking to this car? She said, yeah, I guess I was. Now, people will say, oh, I don't believe in talking to those things. I don't believe in talking to mountains. But they do. They've been talking to them all the time. What the devil has done is programmed them over in the area of talking negatively. 
See, the guy that goes out every morning and cusses his car, calls it everything under the sun, you big pile of trash, you know, and a bunch of other names that I wouldn't repeat. He catches you out there saying, Woo, you're the best car I ever had. You just run so good, and you just never give me any trouble. You're going to last a long time and just pet it and rub it and talk to it, and he won't have you committed to the institution. <laughs> now, why? Because he's over here on another vein of thought. He's thinking like the devil, and you're over here thinking like God, and he thinks you're crazy. When you begin to study the things that Jesus said, he said, Whosoever shall say to the sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea. He said, It would obey you. He didn't say for you to pray for God to move it. How many of you know he's not talking about a housing project here in Luke the sixth chapter? He's talking about a man's life, an individual life, when he talked about the house that fell immediately. He's not talking about housing projects. He's not talking about moving a forest when he's talking about the sycamine tree. He's talking about the problem, the obstacle before you that's hindering you. He said, say to it, be removed. Tell it where to go. Now, don't get too carried away with that, but tell it what you want done with it. He says, it will obey you. It will obey you. Now, does it stand to reason that if faith-filled words created that tree, that faith-filled words, faith from the same source which comes from God and mixed with your words might rearrange that tree? See, we're not talking about trees at all. We're talking about an obstacle. We're talking about something in your pathway that's hindering you from doing what you know God wants you to do. He said, say to it and it would obey you. Speak to it. I think I mentioned this in one of the other sessions. You know what those dollar bills and your billfolds made out of? Made out of that tree. Made out of wood. Made out of a tree. And somebody said, well, I tell you, money just gets away from me. I never can keep money. Isn't that amazing? He had what he said. And that tree obeyed him. Now, you're getting quiet on me. I know it's one or two things. You're either going to sleep or you're thinking real deep. I prefer to think you're thinking. <laughs> well, praise the name of the Lord forevermore. See, the Bible says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not because the devil's so great or he's so powerful. Destroyed for lack of knowledge. You've heard people say this. Well, what you don't know won't hurt you. Hey, man, what you don't know may kill you. God's word will put you over in life. God's faith is in His Word. Now, if we'll learn to operate in the Word of God the way that Jesus taught us to, these things will work for you. Sometimes we say, well, you know, we're practicing what we preach. But it's better when you have already practiced what you preach. See, some of these things I'm talking about, I've operated in them for 10 years or better. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, we've been talking about all this week, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Now, this is available to you, this very audio that we've had here on the broadcast. It was done in a live seminar. It's offer number 7120, which is a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. It's entitled, A Merry Heart Doeth Good. Some of the funniest things in life are things that happen. 
Now, when I was growing up, me and my brother decided we was going to fly, and so he engineered us a set of wings, and he got up on the barn to jump off. Now, we could plainly see that all the birds do is they jump up and they flop their wings and they fly. So that was the formula. We figured that we could work. So we put these shoebox lids on our arm, and we're going to jump off the barn and fly. But we didn't fly. The reason was we had high expectation based on wrong information. And sometimes that's what people do. They have high expectation. It's based on wrong information. See, we had the formula all right, but we didn't have the principle of the matter. And when you don't have the principle with the formula, the formula is not going to work by itself. Now, somebody said, well, you can just have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. Well, if it's based on the authority of the Word of God, I like to say it this way. It won't work just because you say it. But saying it is involved in working the principle of God and the law of faith. So in this, we give you some illustrations and some funny stories that actually happen that will uh, get you to laughing. And, you know, laughter doeth good like a medicine, the Bible says, the merry heart. And if you have a merry heart, you laugh about it. It releases endorphins. I believe this will be a blessing to you, and it'll teach you some things concerning the principles of the Bible. That's CD offer number 7120. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. Total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.